welcome to the podcast at thatguitarlover.com. I'm Ross Chevalier. Hey gang, it's always great to be here with you. This episode, I want to spend a bit of time talking about string gauge. There's a lot of misunderstanding and some outright nonsense about string gauge out there in the marketplace. In the end, you should play the string gauge that feels best to you. But I want to focus on dispelling some of the hokum about string gauge. Well, I'm going to talk predominantly about guitar strings. This episode applies equally to bass string gauge choice. I've long been a fan of B.B. King. I'm also a fan of Jeff Beck and Jimmy Page. Back when these players started out, there wasn't the variety of guitar strings that we see in today's market. We have a lot more choice now. Choice is a great thing. But choice that's painted over with BS is not a great thing. For a lot of players, there's a perception that the heavier the gauge of strings, the better the tone is going to be. This perception, or more correctly, misperception, is exacerbated by stories of the great Stevie Ray Vaughan. Mr. Vaughan played .012, or 12-gauge sets, based on the high E that he tuned down one half-step. And for a short time earlier in his career, he even played 13-gauge sets, where the high E is .013, but always tuned down one half-step. This down-tuning does make the string slacker and easier to bend, and is tension equivalent to going down 0.001 inches in diameter. Consequently, 13s, tuned down half a step, play like 12s. Mr. Vaughn was also known for using cyanoacrylate, we know it as crazy glue, to reinforce his calluses and even adding to them by applying glue to his fingertips and then pressing them to skin elsewhere on his body and then literally ripping off that layer to increase the size and depth of his callus. I don't know if this is actually true, but the story is attributed to Mr. Vaughn's former guitar tech, so it's more probable than what you might read in a fanzine. At a glance, that seems like an enormous amount of work and pain just to play heavier strings. The thought is that the thicker strings bring better tone. I've put a link in this podcast episode header on the website that will take you to a YouTube video featuring Rick Beato, Rex Schul, and Dave Honorado that shows in their testing that the presupposition is not true. While they, while in the studio, all say that they could hear a difference, it is minor, when I play back the audio portion of the video through proper studio monitors on my end, I can't hear any difference at all. In fairness to them, their test was with a single guitar into a single amp and cabinet. That's actually a good system for comparative testing. However, the amp was a Marshall and the tone was overdriven. We know that overdrive saps the high end a bit and may push the low end a bit harder. So the results, well, not what they expected, are also not overly surprising. I did my own testing over several months, and I did so using overdriven amps, clean amps, with a variety of pickups including single coils, P90s, and humbuckers of differing output levels. Figure it out. 
lots of different guitars, lots of different amplifiers. Now I also did the same testing using different gauge strings, using the same composition, in my case phosphor bronze, strings both coated and uncoated on acoustic guitars and also on different acoustic guitars having different body sizes. Everything from parlor all the way up to jumbo. What the video clip that I shared does not address clearly is that the instrument needs to be properly set up and a change from 12s down to 8s is going to have an impact on the nut. I have to be very clear that in my testing I did not change out the nuts on the different guitars and I have to take that into account and you should too. If the nut slots are too deep you might be getting some fret buzz or an impact on sustain. What I discovered is that when I was using an overdriven amp, I couldn't hear a difference between 8s, 9s, 10s, and 11s. I didn't try 12s on the electric, although I, I probably should have, because at the time I had an SRV Strat with 12s dropped E flat. So they were effectively 11s, and that's probably why I left it out at the time. In a clean amp, the mids were more prominent with lighter gauge strings, but I didn't lose any bass response. I found less need for the bright switch with lighter strings, or it offered me the ability to back off the presence a bit to maintain a very pleasing tone. At no time did I change the amp settings for bass, middle, or treble using different guitars with different strings. Going on to the acoustics, I really did expect to lose low end if I went down from 12s. I mean, it's what I've been told my whole life. But I couldn't hear a difference with 11s, and I couldn't hear a difference with 10s. In fact, I found that the body size of the guitar impacted the tone far more than the string gauge. Now, to test this more effectively, because... You know, when you're playing an acoustic, the sound hole is pointed away from you. So I recorded these guitars using a matched pair of Rode NT5 microphones, and I didn't use the most commonly found built-in piezo pickups. Regular listeners will know, I typically find piezos to have lost the bottom end and to be very bitey in the high end, to the point where friends will know very well that I refer to piezos as velociraptors because they're basically nasty. The unprocessed recorded tones played back through studio monitors were so close as to be indistinguishable with different gauges on the same guitar. What I did learn very quickly coming from being standardized for years on 10s and 11s, or in my case, 10s on, and 11s on electric, and 12s and 13s on acoustic, that when I went to a lighter string, I tended to press too hard. On guitars of older vintage with tall, narrow frets, something I liked very much, I found I was pushing the string out of tune because I was pressing and gripping so hard. I found on electrics that I could play 8s with decent consistency with some preparation and, frankly, a bit of practice. I never did get the hand of sevens, and I tried the sevens using the Billy F. Gibbons Reverend Willie's Mexican Lottery brand. 
They're a very nice string, but I couldn't make the sevens work for me. I kept pushing the notes out of tune. When it came to the acoustics, I was absolutely amazed at the tonal equivalence of 11s over 12s and 13s. Bar chords were a lot easier to play, and fingerstyle was never as tiring or as painful. I've got pretty decent calluses built up, but if I didn't hear a difference, why was I doing that? I've recently gone down to 10s on 25-inch and longer-scale necks, and I noticed no tonal difference, but there is a significant difference in how long I can play without any pain or fatigue. I've compromised nothing and gained playability. Which leads me to my own conclusions. As I switch between electric, electric acoustic, acoustic electric, and playing acoustic guitars, often in the same day, I did discover that I wanted to maintain a happy medium for myself that would still provide great tone, balance tension on the neck from the string set, and maximize playability. Really what that meant is I didn't want the high E to vary a lot going from an acoustic guitar to an electric guitar. I personally prefer coated strings, as the strings that I use don't use coatings that flake off or kill tone. And I know some people are frustrated with coated strings because that's been their experience. I'm going to suggest that you try a newer set of coated strings and see if you still see that kind of issue. For my electrics and electric acoustics, I've designed a set of coated electric strings that go from 9.5 to 46. I get them from Kurt Mangan Strings in Colorado. There's nothing special about me. You can get their default sets, which are excellent, or do what I did and use a tension chart to build my own setup. I buy the strings six sets at a time, and in the long term, I'm saving money because I don't have to change them as often, and you get a price break when you buy a set of six. For acoustics, I've been using Daddario XT strings on smaller body acoustics in the 10 to 47 range, and the Daddario XS strings on larger bodies like Dreadnoughts and Jumbos, also in 10 to 47. And the only reason I choose the difference is that I find the XSs are a tiny bit brighter and they tend to give me a wider range of frequency response on the big bodied acoustics. I'm really happy with the Daddario strings, but I am looking forward to receiving a recent order from Kurt Mangan strings for a custom set of 10 to 50s in 80-20 bronze that are, of course, coated. I began the episode with a reference to B.B. King. There's a readily discoverable story from Billy Gibbons that when his band first played with Mr. King, he let Mr. King try his guitar, which was strung at the time with heavier gauge strings. Mr. King was playing eights at the time, and no one could dispute his tone. He asked Mr. Gibbons why he was working so hard with such heavy strings. Remember, whatever gauge strings are most comfortable to you, whether you prefer coated or uncoated, they're the right answer. However, the story that heavier gauge strings produce better tone isn't supported by experiment. You should, of course, try for yourself. Thank you, as always, for listening, and until next time, I bid you peace.